Hello everyone and welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on March 24th of 2022, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. Right. And that is our introduction to us talking about Toonami and stuff and the other stuff that we talk about. Um, other anime. Anyway, we actually do have some news, uh, this time. Um... So they announced uh, on Tuna that they will be having two more seasons of Fooly Cooly. So that means they're going to have four many four seasons too many of Fooly Cooly. Mm. <laughs> I I always I don't like to be too pessimistic about like sequels because some because I remember. Whenever at, when they announced Toy Story three, everyone was saying, "Oh, Toy, St but Toy Story two had a great ending. You don't need another one." And then they had brought that one out, and then everyone, and then it was like, "Okay, that was an amazing movie with an even better ending." And then they announced Toy Story four, and everyone says, "Oh, come on, you had a perfect ending. You don't need another one." And then it came out, and everyone said, "Okay, it wasn't as good as the previous films, but it was still decent." So, um, but. The fact that the previous two seasons of Fooly Cooly were not that great is, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of feel like, I just feel like it, before I, I, I think I've said that I just didn't think that a sequel was a good idea at all, I've kind of rethought that maybe a sequel could be decent, but, like, this, but definitely not the sequels we got. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, a sequel would have to really be more following the original, not just, hey, let's uh, take these totally different stuff and have Haruko in them. But yeah, I, I guess we'll see. We're, we're, I mean, considering how long it takes, we're not going to see it for a while. How how long was it between them announcing um, Phantom Pirate Princess and it actually airing? I wouldn't know that, but I... I've always thought that Haruko is kind of overrated as a character. Uh, I'm not exactly sure why she's so popular. And uh, I guess, I don't know. It's, I, I never really was interested in, in her. And out of the original Fooly Cooly, I think maybe one and a half episodes were good out of six so <laughs> but that was at least a higher percentage than the most recent two because the most recent two zero of those ones were good episodes so uh yeah i'm just not a fully cooly guy although episode four of the original fully cooly is actually pretty good but that's about it well, I like Fooly Cooly more than you did, but I still am not as big of a fan of it as uh, some other people are. And the other problem I think with it is, um, I was thinking is there was an I there was something interesting that 
that I happened to hear some people say on this discussion thing where they were talking about some manga. I can't remember what it was, but it was it didn't last very long. It was canceled, and they were saying, well, the thing is, this and other manga, they were basically just trying to, you know, copy a JoJo without understanding why it works. And the other person says, I don't think anyone, in fairness, I don't think anyone knows how, how, why JoJo works. <laughs> it just does. Um... And I just kind of feel like Fooly Cooly, sort of like that. It worked. Uh, maybe not as much for you, but it, it mm -hmm. just, but it did. It worked in a certain way, at least that the sequels were not able to capture. And I don't know if it's possible to recapture it. But we're talking about stuff that's going to be like at least a nine. Um, not coming for like nine years. Sorry, nine months. Nine years, man. If we're still doing this podcast for nine years. <laughs> I mean, there's some podcasts that have gone on for some very um, long periods of time. But, yeah, let me think. I know, so Fenno was announced in July of 2020. Um, and then it aired in... Um, Let's see, August of 2021. So yeah, that was about that was about a year. So yeah, I expect we'll be getting it in about a year. Uh, so yeah, that we'll probably have a more to say then, or maybe we won't because uh, maybe we won't be doing the podcast anymore. May or maybe we'll just say, well, that was terrible. I don't even have anything to say about it. <laughs> Okay, so now that we've gotten um, that out of the way, we will start on Shenmue Episode 7. Shenmue is my continued Achilles heel because I always have so much trouble remembering what happened in it. Well, I can tell you. Okay. Yeah, so basically... Uh, our main character goes up to the girl who has a beautiful first name. It's just, I can't pronounce it. And, and uh, he wants to learn the ways of some uh, person or something. And so he decides to fight her, of course, because that's, that's what we always have to do. We have to we have to fight every time we meet someone. So he fights and he gets destroyed in the fight, which was actually kind of uh, cathartic to see, mm. <laughs> because he'd been winning all these battles with just like, you know, with such ease, and it was so cool to see him lose. So that that felt really good. Anyway, she tells him that. He she is that master guy that he's looking for. And then she tells him to look for this certain guy, this old guy. And of course, see, I don't, I don't know anyone's names, mm. but uh, he goes and finds that guy. And he's like, no, I, I taught someone and failed. So he's pretty much like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm -hmm. yeah, he feels this exact same way as Obi-Wan did. And then he finds the guy who was taught by him and uh, 
trouble seems to follow him wherever he goes because he keeps on getting these street punks coming up and having to fight him off, which uh, I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, anyway, he eventually convinces the guy to go back to his master so he can learn something. I, I don't know. And then, then um, it just so happens that uh, this one girl cleaned out a room and he can now stay at that woman's house, which was like, okay, so this is like Grand Theft Auto, whatever, you buy a house and, and now you can use that as your save point from now on. So I was like, okay, I could see where the video game might have inspired this. But uh, anyway, I explained it terribly because I don't know anyone's names. <laughs> but I, I did really enjoy this episode. I really did. I, I thought this was like last episode, this episode, like a sudden improvement of quality for this show so uh, yeah it was a good one okay so it turns out i actually did after you gave the when you started giving the description i realized i wait i did remember this episode it's it just i got mixed up and thought that the episode i watched was the episode from the previous week and i was thinking oh so wait what happened after that episode <laughs> but uh yeah um although for the record, uh, Shenmue, I, I was looking it up. Yeah, it uh, predates Grand Theft Auto 3. You know, the, the, the one where people actually started caring about the series. Well, that's, that's what I wanted to come in with. The thing I wanted to say is that I bought Shenmue, but I've been unable to play it as of yet. But I bought the game, so now I'm going to try to play it and see if, uh, you know, it, it, how much it's the anime is able to fall along with it. Because I, I, whenever I read about it, I, I, I always thought this was some sort of like uh, one of those beat 'em up type of games. But it's, it's, it's like, I guess, a Grand Theft Auto type of game. And it was like the first of its kind. So Grand Theft Auto kind of like the Grand Theft Auto 3 kind of followed after it. But I'd be interested to see how exactly how uh, how much of a sandbox game it really is. Because everything in this show seems like it follows in a certain line. And I don't know how they're going to make it with how, how they made it with, I don't know. It, uh, it just seemed like everything in the show is linear and the game description of the game is like open world. So it'll be interesting to see what it's like. Okay. Yeah. I'll be interested in uh, hearing that. 
I uh, one thing I have heard about is that the game. I don't know if this is true. If this is what the anime will do. It kind of ends sort of with a to be continued almost, um, which is one thing I've heard about it. I don't know if we'll see that with the anime or uh, not, but mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I was just checking out. The first Grand Theft Auto was out in 1997, the second in 1999, which is when Shenmue came out, and then th- 3 came out in 2001, which, uh, like I said, it's like Grand Theft Auto 3 is a part where, yeah, that where people just kind of think of that as the first game in the series, even though it's uh, not the 3. It's like mm-hmm. Street Fighter 2. Yeah. It's like, wait, there was a Street Fighter 1? <laughs> Dead or Alive was kind of like that too. Uh, like, whenever it got popular in the Xbox days, like everyone, like they put out like a, they put up Dead or Alive three, and then they went back and made Dead or Alive two Ultimate. And I don't think they ever even dealt with the original Dead or Alive, Dead or Alive one, whatever it would have been. I, I I don't think they ever even went back to that. So, yeah, I, I see what you mean by that. Yeah, funny. Actually, that just suddenly reminded me of the fact that with the when they originally released Final the Final Fantasy games in the U.S., they skipped over the second and third games, and they just took the fourth game. They called it Final Fantasy two. Mm-hmm. And then they skipped over the fifth one and for the sixth game called it Final Fantasy 3. And then when they got to the seventh game, they're like, okay, we're going to stop this. Final Fantasy 7. Uh-huh. So you uh-huh. have 1, 2, 3, 7. <laughs> all, to be fair, all the remakes of the Final Fantasy games, and they did eventually port over the ones that they skipped over. Nowadays, mm-hmm. they like all refer to them by their proper ones, but it is a little weird that nowadays you'll buy Final Fantasy 4, but the original release in the U.S. said Final Fantasy 2. Mm-hmm. And, well, obligatory joke, it's clear that it isn't very final, considering we're up to, I think, 16? Yeah, 16's coming out pretty soon. So. <sighs> Yeah, I, I will uh, always regret screwing up in Final Fantasy X and getting myself into a position where I was kind of screwed because I never uh, bothered to uh, level up Titus enough. <laughs> and I got kind of stuck as a result. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Oh, I didn't. I didn't have anything else to really say. Uh, mm-hmm. That's ju- that's it for Shenmue. Yes, it is. It is more interesting now, definitely. <clears throat> oh, one thing I wanted to mention that I, because uh, uh, I don't think if you watched them afterwards, you maybe didn't see it. They did uh, after all that, like you know, announcement. Toonami, the return, a two-part special event. Well, part one was just them finding another ship that apparently was some like older version of the ship and then they like go into it and Tom just goes wow and that's and then it's to be continued and that's like basically it <laughs> um and that's two parts no 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 that's part one we're get part we're getting part two I think this week well well that's what I mean there's only two parts apparently wow 
<laughs> I skipped it on purpose. So there, you, it was it was so short. Was like the thing. Nothing really. Not much happened. <laughs> I don't know why I find that catchphrase so <laughs> funny, but I do. <laughs> okay. So let's see. At, we've gotten through Shenmue. Then we are on Attack on Titan. Episode 81. So, Aaron uh, has decided to take all the wall titans to uh, destroy the rest of the world. Uh, so they're all going off, and everyone else is thinking, uh, that might be going a little far, but before they get uh, they get a real chance to consider that stuff, they still have to deal with all the um, titan guys that Zeke made that aren't under Aaron's control, so they get rid of um, them. Uh, we find out about how, yeah, so Connie wants to, uh, take Falco, because now he has a, uh, the Titan powers, and feed him to, like, remember how, like, his mother got turned to a Titan, but, like, was unable to move, so she's still there, and he's like, we're gonna, like, ha um, feed him to her, and then she'll be normal again, or something, and for some reason they tell Gabby this, I, I have no idea why. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they, they just do because, uh, and she's like, no, don't do, uh, that. And I'm just thinking, okay, you didn't have to tell her. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, and then we find out that, uh, all the hardening came, um, open. And, uh, that means that crystal that Annie's been in for like, I don't know, 60 episodes or something mm -hmm. at this point, uh, broke open and she's out. You know, I always thought Annie got a bad rap, and she really wasn't any worse than any of the other Titans. It, it did seem to kind of try to establish that she at least seemed the most morally conflicted about what they were doing, but then, you know, kind of got uh, caught, and uh, all that stuff happened, and she imprisoned, she protected herself in that crystal. And I, I'm, like, been wondering this whole time, so... Like, does that freeze her in time? Is has she been aging or something? Because she presume because she her like hair hasn't grown or anything, and uh, so I have no idea how any of that was supposed to actually uh, like uh, work. If she was if it's like basically frozen her essentially, because I don't think she looks different. But we didn't get a great look, so who knows. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that was uh, Attack on Titan. We've now set up, you know, the big thing about Eren's uh, plan that uh, is, I guess, what the series is going to start focusing on. And, uh, yeah, I don't have that much else to say about it. Um, yeah, uh, did you have anything else? No, not not in this episode. Okay. So then we get Assassination Classroom, episode 35. So Koro-sensei uh, is able to be... So to recap, there's all those textbooks and they've got grenades in them. And uh, four of them have like the stuff that hurts Koro-sensei and the other one's just a regular grenade and the principal makes this convoluted thing where Koro-sensei has to open the stuff and solve the problems. Um before closing it, 
Uh, and of course, he would have to do that insanely quickly in order to, uh, you know, close it before the the grenade hits him with the stuff. And he failed the first one, but then he does the other ones perfectly fine because he had memorized them ahead of time. Um, then, so then, like, the principal guy's like, oh, great, now I gotta open this one, and it's got the grenade, and I'll die. Then he gets a big flashback, and it turns out, oh, he was actually a really nice guy, but then he um, turned evil because his student, he uh, knew, killed himself due to bullying. And so he decided to turn evil and make this cool thing because, I'll be honest, the, the, the connection of how that led to him being evil is a little confusing. <laughs> anyway, so we have the flashback, and then he's, think, he's like, okay, thinking, well, I guess I'll just um, uh, die. I mean, he's, le he's legitimately thinking that. He must have been uh, thinking, well, I know how this goes. I have my big flashback, so mm -hmm. might as well accept it. But then Koro-sensei saves him. Uh, and um, then uh, that's... And uh, so Koro-sensei manages to save him and every uh, thing... I, and then I guess maybe he's going to be a better guy as a result of this. And then they just have a weird, uh, like, and then the second part is just this goofy thing of them putting on the this play that was that probably would be funnier if I knew the the Japanese folk story that it's based on. Okay, I must have watched the wrong episode. So, um, yeah, I don't remember any of this. No. Oh. So I had. I had an episode where they all had to be like mentors to kindergarten kids. Hmm. I'm. I don't know if that was. I think that was an older um one. Was that the one where they did that because they got the old guy uh, hurt? Oh yeah, I must have watched the wrong episode. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I watched that one. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's not like I care about assassination classroom. Uh, yeah. This it was well. This episode wasn't that important. Only the like first half of it really mattered, and I just kind of explained. Well, principal guy used to be evil, but he's not evil. But I, I no, sorry, he was good. Then he became evil, and I guess now he's not bad any uh, more. And uh, then the second one is just basically the sort of goofy one-off uh, like comedy bit that doesn't really matters uh, matter too much. I, I I honestly forgot that happened until I was glancing over the synopsis. I was thinking, wait, what, what happened in the other half of the episode? And I look at the synopsis and I'm like, <laughs> the Wikipedia synopsis of it devotes like the first half of the episode it's like listing like you know in several sentences and then it's like almost an afterthought says afterwards class 3e puts on a unique play about momotaro for the drama festival <laughs> it just summarizes it in one sentence okay but sorry about that i didn't mean to screw up but it's so uh, it's okay it wasn't a super important episode i think what threw me off was the whole thing about them Test having their tests and their test results, and I was I was thinking, oh, this must have been, I don't know, oh well, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I think we start getting more into the plot soon the, with the next episode, or at least soon, so... Yeah, I'll yeah. try to watch it live this time around. Okay. <laughs> so we don't have any of these uh, screw-ups again. But, yeah, like I said, uh, that other stuff I said, and also the fact that he was about to die after the big flashback, but Koro-sensei decided to buck anime trends and save him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... We then got episodes 533 and 534 of One Piece. What about Made in Abyss? Oh, right, Made in Abyss. I'm sorry. I, I, I got all mixed up. Right. Made in Abyss, <clears throat> episode 10. So they are going, uh, they're still going through the place, uh, the, well, the part of the abyss, and they, uh, end up coming across another monster that's dangerous it hits uh <clears throat> it hits uh um rico with uh the with this thing that pierces her and is apparently poisonous which uh, uh so, but they manage to get away except by go since they're going upward it hits the curse of the abyss and she starts bleeding and uh, then is like saying, "Oh, to stop the poison, you should cut my arm off." And he kind of initially is like, "I'm not sure how to do that." It's maybe trying, <laughs> but gets interrupted by the person who shows up in the ending credits, who I've been wondering about this whole time. <laughs> uh, who manages to uh, show up and help help them out? And Yes, that was the episode. I, I guess this is supposed to be the part where it starts more deserving that M.A. rating. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting for it. Yeah, it definitely... Uh, and I, I watched the right episode for this one, okay? I promise you. Um, uh, yeah, this episode actually was a lot more interesting because it's getting kind of scary. I mean, people are comparing this show to... Madoka Magica, and I'm like, really? <laughs> and, and like, I mean, you'd have to get really dark to uh, match that one because <laughs> that 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 one is just crazy. But um, yeah, I I thought it was a pretty good episode, maybe one of the best so far. Yeah, it it does seem to be improving now that stuff is happening, and uh, after we're to past the beginning of the start <laughs> of the <laughs> all of that stuff. Uh, I guess one thing I would point out is when she's got the thing basically impaled in her through her hand. I would normally say, well, no, and they take it out. And I'm thinking that's normally a bad thing to do, but they said it was poisonous, so maybe that was the reason. Uh -huh. But yeah, normally, like, a, if you've got something impaled like that, leave it in, because it's stopping the blood from coming out. Uh, like, you, you, you should only get it removed, preferably, like, if you've got a doctor available. But even if you absolutely do have to remove it, you shouldn't be doing it, like, right away, is my understanding. Anyway, so yeah, that was Made in Abyss. Will we got through all that... Yep, now we get to One Piece, episodes 533, 534. So, <clears throat> um, the Straw Hats who got, uh, like, sort of captured, well, 
only somewhat captured. They were going, they were trying to capture them, but then they ended up capturing the people who were trying to capture them. Then they are trying to figure out what to uh, do, and they're thinking, okay, we'll just ask them to get us our boat, and we'll leave it on this whole place. But then the castle, but then things get convoluted because the castle gets under attack by mm -hmm. uh, some of the other fish pirate people. Um, which uh, is causing uh, that. Meanwhile, Luffy and the princess uh, like just leave because Luffy's mm -hmm. not really aware of all the stuff that's going on and is saying, hey, I was going to let you go places or whatever. Yeah, it's like he wants to have an adventure while all his crewmates are uh, dealing with these guys and <laughs> And Luffy's just like, well, let's have an adventure with the princess, you know? <laughs> yeah. In the meanwhile, we do see some more of, like, the fish pirate guys. And they do a bunch of talking. And Hachi shows up. He's this character that we, well, they kind of give the flashbacks necessary about who he is. And he's a, uh, he manages to get away and meet up with... Uh, I can't remember which straw hats he meets up with. Was it Frankie or I yeah, can't I think Frankie was one of them. Okay. They managed to get there anyway. And, um, then they're trying to figure out what to do. So, and so, yep, that was our episodes of one piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, not bad. I would say. These did not feel quite as padded as a bunch of the previous ones were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it felt like a lot more happened here. And, uh, yeah, there was one, I actually did really like one exchange that I wrote down. It's uh, where, let's see, um, where I think Usopp asked Zoro, like, just why don't we, you know, instead of, you know, capturing everyone and, like, issuing the demands to get to bring them to Sunny and stuff, he said, well, why don't we just, uh, he, he was, like, saying, um, we should have just, or maybe it was a different, I can't remember, but Usopp's saying that they should have just run and, uh, and things, and said, why don't we do that? And Zoro just says, I don't know how to get out of here and Luffy's still missing. And Usopp just says, that's a really good point that I hadn't thought about. <laughs> it, it's it's more the way he says it just the way he like just says it immediately in response um <laughs> yeah um right that's one piece mm -hmm. so we get episode um let's see 14 of Bobobo -bo, uh Bobobo -bo -bo. in this one uh so they Basically, go in one a severe. Honestly, this might be the weirdest thing the show has done, and that's saying something. <laughs> so, what we what we found out was that Gaster had gotten beaten by that one bad guy. So then we go back in time to see what happened, and so Gaster went into the like haunted house thing, and then Bobo, who's dressed up in this bride's costume, tr is trying to marry him for some reason <laughs> a lot, while Don Patch is there. Then the bad guy shows up and just ends up fighting uh, Gaster while Bobo and Don Patch are still not even paying attention or doing crazy stuff. 
Then he cuts back to the present where, remember, Bobo and Don Patch apparently knew, like, just went in with beauty, apparently not knowing about any of this stuff they just did. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so weird. Um, anyway, they end up, uh, <clears throat> fighting, uh, so they end up still fighting the enemy, um, guy, and for some reason I'm blanking on the point this episode, um, ends. Didn't Gazzer's, like, uh, like, sort of neck, uh, bracelet thing, uh, like, come off, and then he started acting like kind of a baby? Yeah, that was it. Um, and, uh, that was the episode. Yep. It was. Um, Yeah, uh, that's a pretty good way of describing it. (laughs) Yeah, that honestly was one of the most crazy things, because there's all this crazy stuff, but then they just do it, and then they apparently forget or something uh, when they just show up. I did like uh, Bobo's random where he just goes, does this mean my wedding's off? That was kind of funny. And the narr- <laughs> But the best thing was, as often as the case, the narrator. He was just constantly pretty funny there. But yeah, it was a bit too much of on the silly side this episode. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Ascendance of a Bookworm, episode 12. So we uh, get some stuff where Lutz wants to still go into becoming a merchant. Um, we find um, mines like trying to, you know, sell stuff to get the money for her family. They have the days of the uh, baptisms, which <laughs> apparently is just them, you know, sitting and listening to a guy talk about, uh, do some exposition about religious history <laughs> that I would think they would have already known. <laughs> Because apparently they there's some sort of dance they're supposed to do, and the kids know it. Uh, so if you're knowing that, how do you at least not know this basic stuff about the history? I, I would think I don't know. In which all the deities are like named God of Light, God uh-huh. of Fire, instead of having actual names. <laughs> anyway, mine thinks uh, a whole dance thing is silly and kind of falls over laughing, which everyone thinks is her like getting weak. Uh, then she finds out that they have a bunch of books in the sort of temple and wants to find join there, and then just, uh, and then like the priest guy or whatever he was was saying, well, if you make a donation, he's like, okay, and then just offers them some money, and he's like, okay, so I guess she's gonna do something with that, um, <laughs> and then um they and uh. Yeah, I guess that's um the episode. Did I miss something? He, no, you Did didn't. Miss um, I just that uh uh what am I gonna say? Um, I guess with her having this illness, I guess it's like kind of something to keep the plot going but I, I'm more interested in her quest to become a librarian than I am in her health so uh, I know that's kind of mean of me but um, <laughs> I, I just, I just want to see 
you know, like the thing about books, like, and we're we're kind of spending too much time on this devourer and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I just think it could be better, and I, I, we saw in the baptism. I, I guess there is a spiritual aspect to it, but uh, there's no water or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, and they have to do the running man pose, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I was like, that is so bizarre. Um, but it was pretty funny, so I'll give it yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I've mentioned it so many times, but this will probably ah this will probably be the last time anyway. But just so weird they call it baptisms when it got nothing to do with that. Last time I mentioned that it was that it seemed weird considering that usually it's like older. It's either people at infancy or when they're older that get baptized. I I mean I double checked. Yeah, there are some like this age isn't necessarily that weird, but but it's just. Uh, Honestly, I probably shouldn't even be um, thinking this hard about it when it's just obvious <laughs> the author just picked a random religious uh, <laughs> ceremony. They they could have called it like a bar mitzvah and it would have meant as much. Um, for so, the record, for the record, I got baptized when I was twelve, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how different that is from uh, this. They're what six years old? I, I think don't know. I think they're seven. Okay, seven. I, I I think that was the age that you do it. Except they apparently do it as a group. So, but yeah, I they're yeah. I don't know necessarily have uh, in regards to that. But other than that, it at least seems like the plot is moving in regards to trying to get the books and uh, such and. Uh, Unfortunately, doesn't seem to necessarily have even had that much to. Well, I I shouldn't say it didn't have much to do with all the stuff about bookmaking we had before, because we it might end up. But it mm-hmm. seems right now it's just like, oh hey, I could have just done this in the first place. Yeah. Yep. We'll see what's going on. See if we. I mean, I assume we have to get a cure for the devouring. Consider um soon considering. We've got, um, they're, they're, considering there's two more seasons of this show. <laughs> I mean, I guess they could. Is there any shows that, like, had someone be the main character and then they just get killed off at the end of the first season and then they're, and then, like, a, and then, like, a new person is, is like, the main character as a result? I think uh, Julius Caesar, that show, uh, did that, that would, great TV show. Uh, yeah. Oh, there is a there is a TV show of that. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> I'm making a joke. Oh, okay. Because because I I knew you were there could be the play, but I was wondering. Oh, was there a also a TV show? Okay. <laughs> no. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, but in more seriousness, I'm just thinking about like a TV series that did that. <laughs> um, can't really think of any. I, I mean, there's there's maybe Gurren Logan where an important character dies around episode eight, but that's not really first season. And even then, like, oh, I I've, I've got one, I've got okay. one actually. Uh, but can I, sorry, can you, I just finish what I was saying quick? Yeah, yeah. I was just, but even then, like the 
they weren't they were clearly not the main character they were just an important one the the person who's the main character sticks around sorry yeah i, I keep going no we'll no problem I, I didn't mean to interrupt you there okay. um the one i'm thinking of is because of a real life uh death uh there was this so-called i think it was seven simple steps to dating my teenage daughter and the the main character was this man who was the father who like had all these rules, you know, like it says he had rules of dating his daughter. And then the guy died, the actor died. So then they had to like change the show to being about like learning to live with him, his passing and all this. And, um, so that's, but that was by necessity because the main character's actor flat out died and they couldn't go forward with it, you know. Yeah, but so. even that wasn't a case where it happened at the end of a season. That like, they, when they have stuff like that, they usually do it at the beginning of a season. Um, and yeah, that was eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. Okay, I um, got it. Later renamed as Eight Simple Rules. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that could be uh, something. I, I, another thing I, I did think about, but they didn't die. Uh, and it, again, the changeover happened between seasons. Uh, Babylon 5, they, uh, they, they replaced the main character in, in like mm. between seasons. The, um, because the actor, they, there were like, I think they were, I can't remember the specifics, but I think they were they, they got like some kind of illness or something, and this wasn't known until like much later. At the time, they just said, "Oh well, you know, not able to keep doing it." And it was only later they revealed it. So he just got written out between seasons, and a new character was brought in to replace him. Uh, thankfully, they were able to bring him back later on for like two episodes to wrap up some plots with him, which was nice. I will say, actually, an interesting thing I heard about Babylon 5 was for each character, they had some backup plan on what to do if, like, the actor left or didn't come back. They had, like, an idea, okay, if that happens, we will bring in this new character to replace them, and this will be their story, and, you know, this is how that'll um, work. And, uh, and, yeah. But, yeah, in terms of a character who got deliberately killed off to start, can't really think of any offhand. Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, we've got in that. Uh, then we've got Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works episodes 15 and 16. <clears throat> so, we've, um, after this part, we've got in, uh, let's see. Okay, so first we get a flashback thing of Elia, of where, which, uh, some of this apparently is, like, uh, stuff they added in the anime to connect it better to Fate Zero, so the stuff where the weird mother, evil mother ghost shows up and tells her stuff, I think that was something they, like, added, but it worked, uh, anyway, so it shows some stuff with her growing up, and she gets Hercules, or, uh, well, Berserker as it, uh, who they have to do some sort of painful ceremony to make them controlled or whatever. She ends up, uh, anyway, she ends up managing to do, uh, like, 
to make it work after the berserker saves her from these wolves. And she's like, oh yeah, you do want to help and all this stuff. So they fight against Gilgamesh, but uh, Gilgamesh is kind of overpowered still. And manages to uh, beat them. And uh, then, and since uh, Ilion uh, Berserker have had their big flashback, uh, they die because there's no Koro Sensei to save them. <laughs> um, then, after Shiro is dumb and reveals their, themselves to them, uh, Gilgamesh and Shinji uh, are just like, eh, whatever, we got stuff to do. We'll see you later. <laughs> so, they end up uh, just leaving there. Um, we end up with uh let's see what happens with the second episode right they uh so rain and shiro are thinking about how they're going to beat caster when they can't use berserker and they don't have their own um servants but lancer shows up and offers to help unfortunately because he has the exact same voice as lupon i keep thinking of that his personality is like Lupin, which I don't <laughs> think is how I'm supposed to characterize him, but I just keep thinking, oh yeah, he's like the kind of tricky type. Uh, and I'm thinking, I think we were supposed to see him as more uh, like straightforward than that, but I just can't help it. I keep hearing Lupin's voice and keep thinking that he's him. Ah, <laughs> uh, Anyway, so they go through that... And they decide to, uh, yeah, <clears throat> they end up uh, teaming up with Lancer to try to take down um, Archer, Caster, and uh, I can't remember the name of the guy who's Caster's uh, master. But, yeah, so they go in, and then they're going to start fighting, which is, uh, yeah. And then we get some stuff about the Red Jewel that... Uh, thing that they had that I was kind of confused by, but uh, it was apparently important. And that was both episodes? Uh, I think that was both episodes. Well, you missed the entire part of Rin uh, giving Ciro such a hard time because he tried to do something nice for someone else and tried to save him and see got really mad over it and uh, we we basically get it canon now that she and Shiro are an item so it's kind of canon at this point but um yeah um that that was a lot of the second episode yeah i i, I kind of skipped over that um true i but What's weird is that they are kind of trade. They're trying, they're trying to like um make uh, put them up against oh helping people versus you know um saying oh you should value your own life. But I'm thinking yeah the the thing is that what Shiro was doing wasn't actually going to help anyone. Uh, Ilya was already dead at that point. Although I guess he couldn't have necessarily no yeah because didn't um Gilgamesh grab her heart out at that point or did he do it later? I can't remember. So it's kind of more, so it, I don't know, that part, uh, that sort of weird sort of moral debate thing sort of uh, fell a little flat for me. More interesting, I guess, was when Archer was talking to 
uh, I can't remember his name, Caster's uh, master person. That's what I keep calling him. <laughs> that uh, where they were, we were seeing some from his point of view. That was a little uh, more interesting. But yeah, other than that, yeah, these were decent enough episodes. Uh, there was one weird part where it, after uh, Shinji and Gilgamesh leave, we still I'm still confused about whether Gilgamesh is supposed to still be like if he's like okay he's writer now is he supposed to be writer because he was replacing a writer or is he just not even a specific class anymore mm -hmm. um they call him it's and then like Rin and Shiro are able to figure out all this stuff just based on the fact that he was that Shinji called him Gilgamesh or saying oh Gilgamesh he was from mythology and he was a hero and he had all this stuff so that means we and then they just like figure everything out mm. I'm thinking, okay, that's some pretty uh, sudden thoughts. And then you had Hercules, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Honestly, he barely even, um, the fact he was Hercules barely even really mattered. He could have been, um, like, I don't know, any strong guy. I, I the, the only thing that Hercules being mattered was that it mentioned that because he had 12 labors, he also had 12 lives. So you could, which is why he kept getting up after, you know, basically being killed. He had 12 lives. So you had to just take him down all those times. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that just felt a little, um, uh, like, but I mean, I guess he's a berserker and none of the berserkers, but neither in Fate Zero nor in this did the Berserker seem to have much of a personality. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we also had, uh, so we had Elia and Hercules or Berserker taken out and killed. Uh, apparently, I think in the original um anime or the Fate route of the game, Elia survives. So uh, at to the end, but she dies in this one. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so that was all that's... Oh, one thing I wanted to mention. Maybe I'm thinking too um, hard into it, but it seemed to me like the scene where Berserker saves... When she's, like, in, like, the snow by herself, and she's... I can't even remember. And she's, like, how exactly she got there. She just, like, wakes up there, I think, because of something. And then she's saying something like, well, that um, Berserker is kind of useless. Maybe I'll just try to get another one and tries to leave but then she gets attacked by wolves and berserker shows up and saves her and gets hurt in the process and he's like oh you do care and i'm thinking was this like straight from like beauty and the beast because there's a scene just like this in, in that movie where um where she's like out in the snow leave trying to get away from the castle and it gets attacked by wolves and then the beast um saves her and gets injured and it's like oh yeah you are a kind of okay guy so <laughs> it's it, i'm thinking like is that it, it was it like inspired by um that because it just matches up so much to that scene. I was wondering if they were deliberately doing it like uh, that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's my thoughts on that. Did you have anything else to say? Uh, no, except that I liked the second episode a lot more than I liked the first episode. Yeah, it was. That was one other thing. I am a little tired of Shiro being just doing dumb stuff, like shouting out, like angrily. Uh, what? Not not even like taking a step to like attack. I don't think he just like screams at uh, 
them at for killing Elia, who he doesn't, who as far as he does know is basically because they were trying to get her to side with them, but that was like just kind of an act of desperation. Remember that Elia tried to kill both of them, and she has no, he doesn't know the backstory about them being kind of siblings. Yeah, yeah, really. So, yeah, so that's uh, Unlimited Blade Works. Yep. So I guess we can move on to the final top three stuff. Yeah, um, my top three for this week, um, starting with the third place, we've got Made in Abyss. Second place is Faith Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works, second episode, and Senmu gets first place for the first time, and only the second time a series besides Fate has won since we started doing it in 2022. So uh, One Piece was the other one who did it way back uh, in between January and February. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I mean, I can't, I, I, I can't list the fate stuff separately because if I did, then they would just be number one and number two. Uh, although uh, for me, although that would make, that would make choosing the third easier, uh, but no, I'll say first place is the fate stay night. And, uh, then uh, after that, I'll put, I'm just thinking about this briefly. Yeah, I will put in Made in Abyss, and then, you know, for, despite some of the complaints, I did still think it was kind of enjoyable, so I'll say Attack on Titan. Okay. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's them. That's, that's the breaks. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I don't think there's much else I have to say. Is there any uh, news or anything to mention? Um, I thought I, you know, I I can't be certain. I thought there might have been something I wanted to tell you, but I I don't remember. Okay. Well, we talked about Fooly Cooly. Uh... Was I feel like there was something I wanted to mention, but now I'm having trouble remembering what it was. Uh, I guess not. Yeah, I, a lot of oh, a lot of shows are going off Crunchyroll. So, uh, but fortunately, not any of the ones that we're watching. But fully or not fully, Crunchyroll's losing a lot of shows. So. Oh yeah, I think I seem to remember hearing about um that. Um What's the uh and I I haven't really looked at what um on uh, shows they're losing uh though. Um let's see. I'm not seeing any a quick search on that. Um Was it uh ah here we go. I did, I wasn't searching for the right thing. We'll be checking on to that. Um, let's see, a couple dozen shows. Let's see, which of these do I recognize? Okay, Akamega Kill, I remember that one. <laughs> um, there's uh, Familiar of Zero F. 
I don't know what uh, season that one is. That's a, that's the fourth and final season. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that would be really hard to get into uh, having seen this show. But that would be hard to get into in season four, I mean. Okay. Well, I think um, then we've got Food Wars, the first and second season. I, I'm... Um, do we? I, I'm just looking at the at list and trying to see which ones I actually recognize. Uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Uh, oh, Mendaka Box. Uh, I've heard of that. I never watched it. Um, let's see. Um, oh, No Game, No Life was on Crunchyroll? Yeah, it was, but it was sub only, I think. Yeah. We've got um, uh, Watamote which I haven't seen but I've heard of. And there's some other stuff that I've heard of, but I don't really have interest in. So it, it doesn't look like there's too much that they're losing, and I think these were... were Crunchyroll only had the subs. What I think was right. um, High Dive... I think all these series are stuff that High Dive has. Right, High Dive, right. I think, had you had to go there for the dub, but you could get the sub on Crunchyroll, and now they're taking it away from Crunchyroll because I think they're... they're because after the Funimation merger, they're probably thinking, okay, we got to give people some reason to subscribe to our service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, I got, yeah, it's got some um, stuff, but actually I'm a little surprised because I thought High Dive had Q, but uh, Crunchyroll still has Q, right? You do have to have High Dive for the dub, I think, but... So I don't know exactly what they're deciding, but those are a bunch of stuff that's leaving. I think all this stuff is going to um, high dive, but I I haven't checked every single individual one. Okay, right. So that's what we've got. That's the news there. Don't have really any, much else to uh, say. I yeah, want... I I just uh, I want to talk about what we can watch but i think you want to do that after the podcast is over right yeah we we can we can talk some about that later the other uh the last thing i guess uh was to speculate about what toonami might be replacing made in abyss with because i think it's got two or three more episodes maybe maybe we'll uh, get yashihime season two i hope so that's what we've got for um that yeah, that, what like the, one of the reasons we've been kind of not been watching it because we keep thinking, well, what if Toonami shows it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see if that's the case. So with all that said, that has been our episode, and we will see you next week. Bye.